We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get started, Light Years is brought to you by Grammarly. Make sure your writing is on point with Grammarly Premium. Sign up at Grammarly.com slash Light Years and get 20% off. That's Grammarly.com slash Light Years for 20% off a premium subscription. And welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, we are two games away from the playoffs. We just watched the Warriors play the Lakers. I got at least one text from a Lakers fan saying this was their favorite Laker game of the year because they actually played like they cared. So, you know, we could, we could talk about that. But, like, I don't know. It's, it's... Ry Cole got to relax. Okay, tell him, tell him <laughs> to slow down. Yeah, so obviously the Lakers didn't play AD, LeBron, Russ. Obviously, I said it in that order from best to worst. Um, and, you know, their their season's over, so it's like a meaningless game, and we're just kind of shining time, but whatever. You know, where are you at tonight? I, you know, that, that game was a classic Warriors first half. I just, you know, Draymond looks like he doesn't want to be out there, and <laughs> they got 20 turnovers out there. They look like they were enjoying the beach all day, you know, 90 degrees in the afternoon, Sam. The Bay Area doesn't get much of that, so they look like they were enjoying the day, and then they kind of locked in. They kind of look like they did the last couple games, right? The last few weeks um, in the second half. So I think a encouraging basketball game for the Warriors. They're just so we're just so used to seeing them play down, right? Remember the last time the Lakers played the Warriors? Me and you were doing a green room after the game. You remember that? That one was that was borderline low point of the season. <laughs> LeBron LeBron gets his like Saturday right. night. Um, show out against a, you know, disgusting Warriors team. (laughs) By the way, shout out THT, 40 points. THT versus Jordan Poole, who is the better pick? The conversation is back. No, come on. (laughs) This is, by the way, Jordan Poole's 20-point streak is officially snapped, 19 tonight. Um, Throw that out there, too. You know know what Fitz would say, though. You know what Steve Kerr's going to say in the postgame? One of his best games of the season. Great floor game. Great yeah, floor game. Was, one of his it best. Was, it was a great floor game. It was a great game. 11 Chris Paul, Chris Paul Fool. Yeah. It's just a, <laughs> just a very efficient night. I mean, I feel like there's not too much to say about the game because let's be real. Like, you know, it's, it's, 
I don't know if this Lakers team is better than Sacramento Kings. So, I uh, a couple of things that I thought were were a little interesting tonight. I, Jordan Poole played one of those games where it, it really felt like he's grown up, right? Like it really feels like he's going to be. Uh, it really feels like he could be a leading man on a basketball team. This is what this game felt like. Because if if Jordan Poole wanted to tonight, he could have dropped thirty points. He could have just shot it every time. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll get to, we'll get to Clay oh, that's Thompson a, in a second here, but yeah, that's a that's a good point. A uh, a less mature player would yeah. see tonight as a stat night, you know, yeah. and would have gone out gunning for thirty points. Jordan Poole, an accomplished man, a man who knows who he is, a man who uh, you know drinks fine wines and double IPAs, <laughs> was like, you know what, I'm gonna get my guys going tonight because I'll get my stats against the good teams, right. It's it's what it, it what it felt like, and I think it, it, I don't know if you and I ever talked about it because I don't think you are you and I ever thought this was an issue. But Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson, I, I think, have formed this chemistry in the time that Steph has been out, and I think that they needed to, right? So my big concern the last ten games of the season is that the Warriors need to find chemistry with their core guys and Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins, and it feels like Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson have found it, and that's that that is going to be one of the main reasons they win in the second round against, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies or Phoenix Suns, right? Like, obviously, it's Steph coming back. But if you can get those two guys going with Steph, Sam, they might not have a top 10 defense. In, in, or they might not have a top three defense anymore, but that offense might be the best. Yeah, and I don't want to – it's going to force some interesting decisions from Steve Kerr, but you mentioned the standings, so I want to put this out there just as a – you know, let's update our listeners real quick. The Warriors are currently in the three seed, Dallas in the four seed. It's looking like, you know, San Antonio and the New Orleans Pelicans, who the Warriors play this weekend, have nothing to play for. If they win or if they lose, they're not moving up or down in the standings. So I would expect both those teams to sit their guys okay. in those games. Which is to say, if the Warriors want the three seed, I think they're going to get it. I think officially the Warriors will be able to control their own destiny at this point. I'm not saying they couldn't beat those teams at full strength, but like legitimately the Spur, you know, the Pelicans can lose two games and it's not going to affect their standings. Okay. So, so okay. It, it's, it's officially um, standings jockeying season. Do we get a Dominic McGuire performance where he's running point? Trying to lose a game? Wow, it's a deep cut. Wow, this is deep, you know, I got it's an incredible it. IPA that you just you just cracked open. Wow. <laughs> wow. But, but what I'm getting at is, um, you know, the season's about to end. They got two games. They officially control their own destiny uh, at a very high level right now. Um, I think we're gonna find out if they think it matters. I think they're gonna get the. I think they're gonna probably go for it to try to get the three seed, but. If they don't, you know, if if they feel like we want a different matchup, they could, you know, we, we could see we could see Quintero Weatherspoon get forty shots. I, hey, 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 we need you and I. We love that guy. We love that kid. We need to see him back on the court. I, I would like to see him play more basketball. I, okay, I, I find this interesting because the Warriors are going. It's a back to back Saturday Sunday. So let's say, say for example, they win the, that game. The Mavs are going to win all three games. This, they're eighteen point favorites tomorrow. By the way, the Mavs against the Blazers. The, the the NBA silly season end of the season is a joke with the tanking teams. Always funny. 
Um, but I'm going to say the Mavs win all their the, the two next games, right? So if the Warriors want to control their fate, they they got to win the next two. But the second game is a second end of a back to back, so you would think that Clay Draymond sits that game, maybe even Wiggins. So it's a Kaminga pool game, and uh, so that makes it tougher. It's not like those main guys are going to play, so they could go for it, but they but also they can't. Right, they're just not going to have their guys, so they, they, it's not really going for it, right? Just that's true. Those guys aren't going to play, so I find that interesting. Um, or, or do the Warriors just say, "Well, let's just let's send everyone home, and uh, let's just let's just get prepared to practice with Steph for the playoffs?" So, I, I don't know. I don't know what they do. It's um, it's fascinating because I could make a case in either direction, and I genuinely. Do not feel strongly either way. Like I've talked myself in circles. I've talked myself into the genius of falling to the four seed. (laughs) So you're on the sun side of the bracket. And I've also talked myself into the opposite, which is like, no, 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 I'm going to stay on the map. Like I, I don't, it doesn't feel like one is significantly better than another. Like we, I've spent the last two weeks saying how they don't want to play Memphis because Memphis is physical. They're better right, on the glass, right. all that sort of stuff. But like the more I watch all this, the more I'm like, it's, I don't know. Memphis they're going to have to, they're going to have to beat them both. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's what it comes down to. There's no route in which they don't have to go through both of them. I'm not sure that it matters anymore. Oh, Sam, 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 Samuel, I, I, I got, I got, I got a take that I've been weighing and brewing. I, I don't know about the Memphis Grizzlies. Ooh. I don't know about the. Ah, Jaws been out a long time. They just got their asses whooped by the Nuggets tonight. I, they might be running on fumes a little bit. I'm just saying, we'll get, the, we'll get to the preview next week. But I, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that the the Grizzlies are this unstoppable, uh, playoff team. Uh. They lost to the Jazz last year in the first round. They might see the that's, Jazz again. That's no, true. They won't. They, the, won't. they won't. They won't. Just but, to be just to be clear, the Nuggets are currently the sixth seed, but yeah. you know, that's it might be oh it might change by the time you listen to this episode, listener. You know, I'm not like, you know, Anthony Edwards. A, Anthony Edwards just had fifty tonight. You know, it might be a tough matchup. I, I don't know. I, I anyway, we'll get into it. I'm not I don't think I think I'm kind of selling on the Memphis on Memphis a little bit. So Wow, you're selling yeah. on my Grizz? <laughs> they were my Grizz all season, but now I'm full. I'm full fledged. The Warriors look great. Back to the game right. tonight, they look great, right? Full fledged forever Warrior, Andy. <laughs> uh, Andre Iguodala looks fantastic tonight. Even got up for a dunk, made a three to start the game. Uh, I will a, say, a I will say, great. I will say, you're like at your absolute cockiest when Andre Iguodala is contributing. That's like what I know. That's what I know. Andy's like feeling this. Like, you know, Andre is just too smart. They're too smart. You know, like that's your guy. That's your guy. That's my guy. So I was I was watching the game with a buddy, and he was telling me like, "Hey, is Andre gonna play more? This is he gonna play after the season?" I'm just like, I don't think so. I think he's done after the season. But you're right. Like that's the guy. If I see that guy cooking, if that guy's filling himself, he had a dunk, then he slaps the backboard. He's making great passes. I'm just like, this team is unbeatable. He's the guy because because right now they're closing with. I'm getting crazy, but like they're closing with Wiggins. But if they can get Andre out there, if he can close games, I don't think he will because I think it's too many minutes. But if they get him to close close games, man, you get Draymond and Andre there with Steph Poole and, and Clay. I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but come on, that's that's your five, Sam. That's your five. That's your championship five. Andy Iguodala. <laughs> Andy Iguodala. That's true. I mean, I mean, it's I've known you a long time, and there's no player that like 
swings your emotions, I, you know, outside of staff, like stuff, staff. But like when Iguodala is feeling it, that's when I know Andy's like, I'm in. in. It's over. We're in. <laughs> we're in. Uh, he makes those threes and we're happy. Oh, man. Should we get to the goons? I feel like this is, I feel like this is a listener show. We should make this a listener show. Um, I want to throw this out there before mm. to the premium listeners. We are doing a watch party for the last game Sunday night. You guys got the emails. It's going to be a party. It rem- Here's what I'm envisioning. Do you remember back in the shitty warrior days? Mm. The last home game of the season was just like giveaway, free tacos, free t-shirts, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. We're doing that, you know? I don't even think – like, I don't know who on the Warriors is going to play in that game. I don't know who on the um, Pelicans is going to play in that game. I, we're just going to have a party. Appreciate everyone who subscribed all year. It's going to be about celebration. Get some free Warriors World merch there. It's going to be a good time. It's uh, it's going to be a great timeout, Sam. It's going to be a great timeout. It's a great timeout. <laughs> <laughs> we get to watch pool, Kaminga. We get to watch all the – I mean, it's, it's been a great season. It's just, it's been a, the team is 51 wins with two games to go that they're going to be favored in. And we watched the core three guys play together for seven minutes. Sam, like it's been an objectively Whoa, 11, amazing season. 11 minutes. <laughs> and, and how many times? And they didn't even play with Andre Godala. They didn't even play with Andre Godala. So <laughs> zero minutes. With Andre on the court and those the core four guys, so it's, it's we're about we're about to we're about to cut up this uh, tape, send it to Joe Lake, and be like, hey, you can replace Fitz for half the cost. <laughs> and Wiseman, and no Wiseman, come on, what a season, what a season. <laughs> we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. To the goons. <laughs> Batting leadoff. There we go. Hey, what's up, boys? In honor of baseball opening day. There you go. <laughs> Ryan, what's up, bro? Okay, first off, uh, I'm also sighing on the Grizzlies, especially with this John Morant thing. I think Paul George sends them home first round, Ooh. and I'm going to be at games. So Ooh. I'm rooting for that. I think Paul George do you, do you think it will happen, or are you speaking into existence because it's convenient for you? 
No, no, no. I, I, I genuinely think the Clippers have the role guys, and now they got the two shot creators back and Norm Powell and Paul George and now Reggie slots into that third shot creator role. I kind of like it. And they're frisky, and Ty Lue's a great coach. And then they also have this Kawhi piece looming over everything. Mm. With, and it's just, I actually don't want the Clippers to win because he probably comes back second round, and then we might be stuck with Clippers, Kawhi, Paul George, and playing them in the second round. So scared of that. And then uh, I have two questions. Uh, rookie do du- uh, rookie contract duos are Poole and Kaminga top five. And then what's your favorite worst loss of the season? Mine is oh, the key for Skies game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> first off, obviously, Brian, appreciate you. Obviously, Paul Kuminga, two best prospects in the NBA. Grand, um, you know, Premier Lakeup once again <laughs> with the win. You say Premier Lakeup? <laughs> yes, it's my guy, <laughs> the chairman. <laughs> what I was going to say, though, um, interesting, he brings up a good thing. Worst loss of the season. What loss did you get most in fear? Because, like, we're in a good mood now. They're going to the playoffs. It is what it is. Like, Steph's coming back. We know they're probably going to have a little riskiness when Steph gets, uh, uh, looking, um, look, you know. looking, yeah, looking back on it, uh, I, I'd go, I'd go Lakers, man. I'd go the Lakers game ah, in honor of the that. Lakers. That was, my, that was my, that was my pick. <laughs> That's the one dude. It's just, the, you remember that Lakers team, they were losing. It's not like they were hot. Like they were losing every single game. And then they play the Warriors that night and the Warriors, they Steph played that game. Clay played that game. And, and, and the Warriors just, you just felt like the Warriors never had a chance to win that game. Just an absolute embarrassment. That's probably the funniest loss that they've had this season. Yeah, okay, so just because you said the Laker game, I'm going to go with a different game, and I'm delaying my choice because I'm trying to refresh my memory on the worst loss of the season. And I think I think we have to go Orlando. I think we have to go a w- couple weeks ago against Orlando. You know, obviously Steph didn't play, but, like, just pissing away that Orlando game really annoyed me. They had no reason to lose it. You know, the, those were the ones. Those were the ones. They had a couple bad ones. There, there was, remember Denver at the buzzer. I mean, those those were the games where it's like, you remember Steph was slumping? Like, those were the worst losses. And, like, Steph was slumping and the Warriors were – like, they got – they scored 82 points against the Mavs. I'm just looking at the schedule. God, there were some just disgusting – and it felt like a lot of the losses were disgusting because the team was so good. Like they were, you know, they were, they were 25 games over 500 and it's just like every loss was just like, Oh my God. And then, and then they, they're going to end the season, you know, 20 plus games over. They're going to be 52, 53 win team. Just what a, what a, what a season. A uh, friend of the show from Dominic Angul, worst loss of the season was Draymond to clutch. That was two seasons. Relax. Ago. Yeah. Relax. Relax, buddy. We're, we're not reliving the 18, 19 season. <laughs> um, oh no, this is terrible. What do we have? We, are, we, are, oh, we got some, we got some, oh, we got some goons. We got some goons this coming in peak, tonight. peak goon right here. Primo. <laughs> hey, what's, Friend, what's, 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 <laughs> how y'all doing? Friend of the show, host of Temple of Hoop, Jason Maples. Maples, what's up, man? What's going on? How y'all doing, man? Huh, you know, our team's in the playoffs. Why? Why you got to see? Come on. <laughs> 
I came, I came in peace. I came in peace with a serious basketball question. Come on, man. Have you? Actually, I got to ask you a question. Have do you reconsider everything with the Lakers after uh, Taylor and Horton Tucker drops forty? I came on here to be serious. Y'all trolling me. <laughs> 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 you give him some space and he can hoop, man. You can put him next to LeBron and, and AD, I, you know? Before my Warriors question, I'll just say this. Um, I'm not as high as THT like the, the rest of Laker Nation is, but I think the Lakers organization did him a disservice this year. I, I'll say that. They didn't they didn't invest in his development right. at all. A measured take. A measured right. take. <laughs> <laughs> right. So my, my, my Warriors question is, uh, Sam, you've been pretty adamant all season about not buying the Phoenix hype. Like, you've got exactly kind of wild uh, <laughs> what you say about Phoenix. And because of the front line, because of their front line, right? I just want to know, like, you, do you still love that matchup for the Warriors? Like, you're, like you've been pretty confident all year. Okay, okay. that's that's fair. So I'm going to throw this out there. Okay, so the reason I love that matchup is because – I don't think Aiton takes advantage of Draymond. I an engaged Draymond can take Aiton out of the game, and then it turns into kind of whose perimeter guys are going to take over. And as a man of principle, I have to side with the Warriors on that one. A man of principle. Do you think I'm going to take Chris Paul over Steph? Come on, man. Like, I'm going to go down with the ship on that one. Uh, you, you think you think he's taking Booker over Pool? No chance, man. No Pool, no, no. But like, but like, my whole thing is, um, do you think? Let me ask you this: Do you think Aiton has it in him to, I guess, just overwhelm Draymond when he's fully engaged in a way that, like, I, okay, I don't. I I keep wanting to say Giannis, and that's unfair. Because like there's a huge gap between like but 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 Aiton was one of the main reasons they made the West fi- uh, the NBA Finals last season. That, that, so yeah, so what you're cool. saying is yeah. yeah like does that is that enough to go up against an engaged playoff? I mean, he's he's spent all I'm saying is he spent the whole season doing flip shots and like kind of like he's super he's good. I mean he's great. I would love him on the Warriors, but I'm just I would love Wiseman like, to be him. Yeah yeah. Dude, I would, I would take, relax, I would, I would take Javale McGee right now. To yeah, be honest, okay, like, my, my whole my whole point is, does he render Draymond helpless to the point that you have to send a second body? No, no. I no. don't think he does that, and that is really what what breaks the Warriors. Like, if someone is so physically dominant inside that you have to send a second player, they can't defend you. Like, because their whole okay, defense so- is based off of Draymond. I got you. So with that in mind, with what you just said in mind, do you at all have any – I'm not going to say fear because the Warriors are, are championship tested. Does possibly going against um, Joker in the first round, does that move you at all? It would if they had their two, second and third best player. That's The problem okay, okay. with that team is they're just – it's so unfair. The problem with that team is Jokic is going to average 30. I mean, I'm going to let him – I'm going to let him dance on Draymond. He can get yeah. 40 a night. You know? like, yeah, but, it, but, but it's just like, you know, Monte Morris isn't going to kill you. Aaron Gordon's playing very well, but, like, I don't think they're too concerned about him. It's just – it's it's tough for Nikola, even though he's the MVP, just because they don't have enough – they don't have enough guns in that matchup. I'll throw this out there. My bigger concern is Jokic round one – and if it's not Jokic, you know, Rudy Gobert, still Stop. physical. I'm just saying. 
round two, you got to deal with Steven Adams, uh, Jaron Jackson. Like, they're physical. And then you got Aiton. Like, the, the wear down effect wor- worries me more than anything. I'm not worried right. about Draymond handling Aiton in like a, a one of one. I'm worried about him getting there and being kind of like hobbled and just like, I got to guard him for 40 minutes because like the backup is auto Porter type of thing. Then, then you got to play Giannis in the NBA finals. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. I don't want to get there yet. Well, yeah, it's, but. it's, it reminds me of, I was just talking, it, it reminds me of Andre in, in the 16 season where it just, he has to play so many minutes that his back just gave out. Like that's, that's the concern with, with someone like Draymond whose back literally gave out half the season uh, and he just uh, Draymond didn't look like himself tonight, which I guess you could have seen that coming against against LA. But uh, that, that's concerned with him. Don't say don't say the quiet part out loud, man. But hey, <laughs> I'm gonna keep tapping. Y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. I just wanted to ask those couple questions. Man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate you, appreciate you, Maples. <laughs> He's always Maples is happy even when the Lakers are are you know doing their thing. It's you got you got to love that. The agenda is not so deep. Oh no! Uh, it's back to back. Oh, listen. You know, uh, Jason. Jason is polite. He's a big time broadcaster now, so he can't. You know, <laughs> he, he's he's got to hold back sometimes. <laughs> You're yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm. 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 I, I. I. Nobody has any expectations for me, so I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> Domino, what's up, man? It was a good game, man. I mean, you know, at the end of the day. Warriors fans and Lakers fans have this back and forth because, you know, when you see yourselves in each other, you know, it's all the same. <laughs> blast, blast, we're, we're like, you know, both of our front offices and Lakers, Lakers didn't trade for Lowry. You guys didn't trade for Siakam. You know what I'm okay. saying? All right. Both, both front offices gave up. No trade deadline moves. They're like, what the oh hell's the point? God. Season's over. Stubborn head coaches hanging on to the glory days. And our blast. superstars are more focused on TV shows right now than playing <laughs> basketball. So I mean, you tell me, man. You tell me. Plus, uh, plus the star, plus the teams are dominated by stars drafted late in the 2019 draft, right? Am I right? Am I right? Tell I me, be, on, be honest. Be honest with me. Was this the most fun you've had watching a Laker game all year? Uh yeah, it's it's near up there because like I I so I stopped tweeting about Russell Westbrook because there's like no point at this point. But, like, even Anthony Davis, man, I'm so done with these guys right now that watching them tonight was way more fun because it's – to talk about the front office, our starting lineup to start this year was DeAndre Jordan, Avery Bradley, who you guys cut. Like, literally, you cut him yeah, and then the we signed before. him, like, the next day, and he was our starter. Um, and everybody to start the year was like, listen, guys. Like, this was no bullshit. This was everybody saying it. Listen, don't judge the team until Trevor Ariza gets back. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, this is this is how the season started, and it only got worse after that. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so done with this team. I, 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 uh, I But it, it's funny, though, that they played all the young guys that we've been kind of clamoring for, uh, these G League guys and all that, and they look better than they have all season. Can- that's just the question, way the season's gone. Question for you. Question for you, Thomas. Uh Kendrick Nunn gonna be uh, gonna be playing next season? You gonna be healthy? Dude, that's the <laughs> weirdest thing, man. You know, if I, I was I was Who gets healthy? Was, who gets healthy first? Kendrick Nunn or, or uh Big Jim? <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we're talking about equivalent players, so I understand why you all right, all right. 
both left-handed. There we go. Tying Andy coming with the piece. Lefties, lefties. (laughs) Both left-handed. Oh man. We'll let Domin go on that note. I gotta I gotta be mean on that one. We gotta push this forward. We got we got a lot of callers on the line. We got Jake coming through. Jake, what's up, my man? What's up, guys? I got uh two questions for you. First question, uh, what does your gut tell you Kerr will roll out uh with a starting lineup when Steph gets back, either small ball or keep the traditional and move either pool or wiggins to the bench? And then uh second question, uh if you can only see one of them in the playoffs. Would you rather see the Suns for the matchup or the Grizzlies just because of all the kind of the shit talk that's gone on? And I feel like it would be super satisfying to go through them. Ooh, that's a great question. Okay. Do who do we think? I think Kerr's going to roll out the small ball lineup. I think so too. You think so too? I I think think he will. I think politically, it's just, I mean, which of those guys do you want to like sour to the bench? No, I I just I don't think he does it. And you know, I think he's I think he's been hinting at it. Sam, I think he's been he's been saying it's gonna be you know yeah. And through the through these pressers where he said like we're gonna have to kind of adjust the lineups. He's already benched Looney a couple times, right, in the past couple weeks, albeit for Kaminga, but he's already done it. I think he, and I think uh, I think that I think Utah and and Denver they don't have. Like, they don't have, like, Jaron Jackson at the four where you're like, well, right, Wiggins right, is cooked. Yeah. Like, Wiggins is going to be cooked here, and it's not yeah, Wiggins' it's, fault. It's, it's, yeah. They're not coming through with Zach Randolph and Marcus Saul where, like, right. they're play a little bigger. Yeah. Right. So, um, I'm with you. I'm with you. I also think it's easier for him to start with that, and if you get overwhelmed, be like, well, I got to move one of you to the bench for the matchup, you know? Then the alternative, which is, like, bench them and make them kind of feel shitty. You know, yeah. like, yeah, start your best players, adjust mid series if you have to. Yeah. Um, Just backwards so, from what he's done before because he's yeah. big, and, big and then small. And and really, we are we we always used to complain that he took too long to adjust. And now I agree with you. I think he's going small first and I think it's the right move. Yeah. And then to um, I'm going to I'm going to adjust Jake's question. But like, who who would you rather the Warriors beat? Who would make you feel better? The Suns or? the Grizzlies oh my god I mean beating Chris Paul is like a tradition like no other like it is it is just Warriors just a staple just Steph Cook and CP3 but I think I agree with Jake and I think I think I agree with most Warriors fans right it's got to be Memphis they're just they're the young kid on the block just talking too much I I I know I I like them too but I think they deserve a little they need a little humble pie I feel feel the opposite I'm really Sam I'm willing to lose to Memphis if it means the Warriors eliminate Phoenix. Uh, I cannot have Chris Paul being the Warriors. It's just uh, it's it's a principle <laughs> thing, you know. It's like it's like you know, if the young guys are gonna beat the Warriors, so be it. I can't have the old man who you've been in a fight with like getting one over on you. Oh. Um, that's just you know, I do see your perspective on this one. But um, personally, I need to clear. I just, I, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It. I can't do it. All I'm right. sorry. Yeah. So it, it, sometimes, man, got to draw a line. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By the way, somebody tweeted that CJ McCollum was a better trade than the Harden trade, and I'm sitting here like, shit, they have a point. I mean, CJ CJ is still in shape, so yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Good for I, CJ. Way, Good for CJ. Dude, Philly went from top five watch to bottom five watch. Yeah, they did. And it's just, you know, my guy Joel deserves better. Um, you know, he can move to the Bay. But DM and stuff are best buddies. Yeah, you're right. He's a good. He's he's a great player. He plays the game the right way. A, a little floppy, a little more floppy than I'd want. But you know, in general, I'm a I'm a Joel Embiid guy. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get to my next caller real quick. Bull bull. You're working. There we go. Yeah, yeah, we're good. What's up, man? What's up? All right. So, how have we gone this long without? Uh, giving a moment of silence for Baysmore, Gary, <laughs> giving him the the most disrespectful, too small. Um, man, I mean, it's, I think it's just hilarious that Baysmore, you know, came back. It, it seemed like a good reunion with his uh, with his boy Steph Curry, and then at the end of the season, he's looking. He said he's looking for a long term, you know, like a home somewhere he call home. Then signs with the Lakers, doesn't get played any minutes, and he signs a one-year contract. That's tough. Anyways, um, I think I actually prefer the Suns over the Grizzlies just based on their second unit. Uh, based on the Grizzlies' second unit, it just seems more dangerous than the Suns. The Grizzlies have, like, you know, Melton, Brandon Clark, Tyus Jones, Slomo uh, versus the Suns. Cam Johnson solid, but Shamit. Cameron Payne, JaVale. That's not bad. Um, yes. I do agree with you there. Um, it, it's an interesting thing because, like, some people will tell you the reason they don't buy Memphis is a lot of Memphis's winning things or regular season things. Like, depth doesn't play as much in the playoffs. Like, uh, like everyone's playing 40 minutes. You know, like, like that depth doesn't matter as much in the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't know that I buy it because I think over a best of seven, they kind of wear you down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think I'm with you on. I just want to see the Warriors and Phoenix go at it. Like I, I think it'll. I think it's favorable for the Warriors. Yeah. The big picture. And but, the other thing I was gonna ask the the question I have is uh with I agree with that with I prefer the Suns just because I was watching the uh, Grizzlies Jazz game the other day and Triple J was making some big-time shots, bringing Gobert out to the three. And stuff. He seems more of a threat uh, than going against Aiton. You know you know what he's going to do, like you said, the flip shots, and then he's coming off the bench. He's not shooting threes. Is there, like, past games on how Draymond fares against Triple J? Um, what do you guys expect for that kind of matchup? Yeah, no, bull. I appreciate the call. Um I actually think I, I don't know how Andy feels, but like I think the reason I think Memphis is a worse matchup is because their front court 
is more difficult for the Warriors. They have more like they can go small, they can go big. Jade, I mean, Jaron Jackson mixes it up a little bit, whereas like, I mean, Jake Crowder is solid, but like, I, I just don't think Phoenix has as much versatility there. Memphis has the size where they can theoretically beat up beat up the Warriors like the 2016 OKC Thunder. That that that's that's the point I I, I keep reiterating that I think could be possible. The di- I mean the difference is OKC had you know a top ten player of all time on that team and Memphis you know me- Memphis might not have you know the best player in a series against the Mavericks right like like I could see Luca taking them out so like that's a difference. But in terms of a- athleticism, physicality, and just depth of the team, like yeah they're they're best in the nba right they're, they're, they're the most athletic team in the nba they're the the fastest strongest so there's there's that um but the thing i'm not buying them all the way yet is is kind of because maybe their top end talent just isn't there yet kendrick jaws on that steph program right now where it's like yeah we, we you and i everybody here thinks steph is going to be back game one but we don't know for sure john Morant, we don't know for sure right he had a knee issue like we don't know if he's going to be back for game one either and if he's not going to be back for game one, I don't think they beat the Wolves, right? So it's like, same with the Warriors. Steph's not back. They're not going to win. So it's like, that's a true, true question mark. I just think the Suns are a different level where, the, yes, the Suns are winning round one. They are winning in five. They are winning round one, and they're going to look great. Um, so I think there's just, just more of a certainty there with the, with the Suns. Yeah, by the way, shout out to Kemp Bazemore. Oh, yeah. Talk, that was, uh, that was, that was good. I'll give, I'll give him that. I always feel a little weird with with Bazemore because it, that's Steph's best friend, and uh, it's always a little odd. It's always a little Steph doesn't say much about him, and it's always like I don't know if if last season was a tough one for Bazemore. I don't feel like he has many fans amongst the Warriors fandom, and it's always a little I don't know. I'll say this though: Bazemore played well for the Warriors, and they got a lot out of him. And then he goes to another team, and he's immediately benched kind of speaks to the mm. Warriors being able to get more out of him, maybe, than another team? Well, I just you even look at the two teams specifically. I mean, you look at the Warriors last season, and uh, they, they played well. Bazemore played well, and, and they made the play-in game. And you look at Bazemore this season, you're telling me, like you said, instantly that he's not able to play. And then the Lakers, even when they're losing, he's not playing, and the Lakers end up 20 games under 500. I think that speaks a lot to speaks a lot to Steph Curry and, and Draymond, right? For yeah. just kind of maximum and, and Steve and Steve for maximizing Bazemore is. Shout out Steve. All right. <laughs> Let's get to Noah. Noah, what's up, man? All right. So one sort of statement, one question. Um, I do think they go small. I think him benching Looney was was why, like him hinting at that. And I kind of like how Andrew's been willing to take, like, 10 shots. He hasn't been putting up – he's been watching Jordan shoot, right? And I think that fits when you have Steph Clay and Jordan on the floor. And then question, how good can Jordan be? Like, I sit here and I watch him. Like, is this dude a multiple-time All-Star? Is that what he's going to turn into? Ooh, I love that question. I mean, I don't want – look, I remember doing a podcast with Andy – during the preseason of Jordan Poole's rookie year. And I'm like, I see some CJ McCollum here. And uh, Andy, you were the first, you were the first. And Andy's like, you know, just just relax. And then, and then he, uh, he hit the floor and, you know, you know, you you got to take your victory lap. Um, But now I'm wondering 
if I was selling them short a little bit, because it's like, it's, it's hard to even, I don't know what kind of ceiling to put on them. Like what I see is a guy who can pass dribble and shoot at an extremely high level from the guard position. And honestly, if you can do those three things, like you're, I mean, you can continue growing. Like how, how is, how is he not like, how is he not in the conversation to be challenging like Bradley Beal in five years? You know? Can, can I, th- can I throw out four names to you? Um, throw out four names. Four names. Number one, CJ, you already threw that out there. Uh, number two, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, number three, uh, Jamal Murray. And number four, Kyrie Irving. Okay. Which which one do you think is the uh, – in your opinion, which one do you think is the closest Jordan Poole gets to? Or is he better than all of them? Is he actually uh, – <laughs> is he actually Steph Curry? <laughs> is he better than all of them? Um, I think the Jamal Murray – Donovan Mitchell tier is legitimately a conversation. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, a max player. Yeah. I mean, wow. I think that's who he can get to. I don't want to put a box on him at this point. That's like that. My, my big thing is I don't want to put a ceiling on who he can be at this point. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. You need to know is that we're, we're naming the, or I'm naming those names and it's not outlandish. That's really, it's, that's, it's incredible. Thing I noticed about Poole, so we get to the next guy is or, or gal, is that he's he's incredible shooting off ball now. I, I always felt like the last season that he struggled shooting off ball because he was always an on the ball, off the dribble kind of shooter. Um, but watching the way that he's improved off ball to kind of become like Stephen Clay, he is he is a marksman coming off those split cuts. It's not easy. It's not easy the way he's making those shots. No, it's not. Like and James Harden can't make those, right? Like he doesn't even try those because it's a really hard shot. And James Harden moving off ball. It's a funny, it's a funny <laughs> thought. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I my, my big pool take is I don't want to put a box on who he can be at this point. I think he is an incredibly talented player. And do he just keeps like like whoever I compare him to, he's gonna come out next game and I'd be like I undersell him. Did I undersell him? You know. So, huh? Huh? we'll leave it. We'll leave it there. We'll be back over the weekend, ending the season, and we're almost at the playoffs, Andy. We're almost at the playoffs. Look at the joy. This is this is. You know what this is, Sam? As we get out here, it's joy in buckets. <laughs> joy in buckets. All right, man. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate you guys.